Now, it's health and well-being with naturopath Peter Mullen. Peter Mullen, lovely to see your smiley face as you pop in today. Thank you, Sarah. Lovely to see you as well. Lovely surprise. We're talking about stress, something I think we can all relate to. Well, look, as you were saying a little bit earlier, like it's, it, it is a symptom of modern life and um, a little stress is healthy. It challenges, makes us stronger, but too much stress can really get out of hand. And one of the big things is how to recognise that you are stressed. I reckon that's the key because it's so hard to recognise until you sort of you've gone past the threshold and you're a mess. Absolutely, and and the horse is bolted by then. Talking yeah. about horses on Melbourne oh, Cup look Day, at you go, <laughs> Peter. I guess some of us are better at managing stress than others. Well, I think the tip is like um, um, the tip is to recognise as we were talking about when you get stressed, because the the real goal or the secret is to take better care of ourselves every day not just when we're feeling stressed. And um, one, of the, one of the challenges with that is if we wait until we're feeling stressed, it is a bit too late to do a lot yeah. about it. So first and foremost, having the best health possible, you know, exercising, good quality sleep. But um, stress is a bit insidious. I always equate it to in the old story about the frog in the pot of water. If you put a frog in a pot of water, sorry to the frogs, and put on, a, <laughs> on the gas and turn it on, the frog won't realise it's getting cooked until... It's too late. It's too late. Yeah. Whereas if you have a pot of boiling water and you chuck a frog in it, sort of, you know, it's going to jump out pretty quick. Yes. And I always sort of relate it back to, you know, when we all were probably 20, you know, our stress um, our stress level probably sat at a 5 out of 10. You know, and when you're 20, you might get stressed by something and, you know, very dramatic age. It might seem like it's the end of the world, but the next day you're all good. Yeah. But for the rest of us, when, you know, getting married, having kids, homes, you know, all the grown-up stuff and the busyness, it's like someone turns the volume up on your car radio until you now your baseline's a seven or an eight. So now even when you think you're relaxing, you know you're not. Right, okay. You've just gotten used to dealing with You've that You've got so level used to dealing stress. with that stress. And that, that stress response, interestingly enough, should turn on, help us deal with the crisis and then turn back off. You know, some people estimate that stress response should only turn on for 15 to 17 minutes and then turn back off again. Oh, I don't think that happens <coughs> all the time, It though. doesn't now because we're in that constant state of hyper hypervigilance. So for me personally, how I know I'm stressed is I stay up too late of a night time. Yeah, right. I can't get myself to settle to go to sleep or can't I tell myself I'm just going to read one more chapter or watch one more episode or whatever. So that's a sign I'm starting to get out of balance is when I'm staying up too late and then I'm tired the next day and then dietary-wise I'm looking for carbs and sweeter things. So they're sort okay. of signs to me that I'm starting to get out of, you know, that stress level's getting too high. So your body's craving that sugary, that kick. Yeah, yeah, the adrenaline's not turning off or the cortisol's not turning off of a night time, so I'm staying up too late. And then the next day, because I'm tired, my brain's saying, I need carbs, I need something sweet to function and have energy. So then that's where a lot of people fall into eating, bad eating patterns, eating snacking of a night time. Um, so that's, that's me, that's how I know I'm more stressed. Um, what do you notice yourself? For me, when I'm starting to get stressed, um, it's probably a little bit of uh, repetition where, I, you know, the little OCD qualities come in. I have to have everything really, really tidy. Um, I've got to make sure I'm going through the list and, yeah. you know, one thing's ticked, but I'm not happy with that. I want to keep going. So yeah. same thing, just very hard to turn off where I've got to go, okay, enough for today. Yeah. The, the list is done. You can start tomorrow if you've got more things. So probably that need to keep 
getting Keep things going. tipped off. Yes. Another good one is um, if you come home and, you know, the kids are, good, kids are a great example where my kids were living at home. You might come home from work and they've done something today that they did yesterday. They'll do it again tomorrow or this might be your husband or your wife. He'd probably say, this is, this is me. <laughs> Can I say we snap a lot easier? We snap. Our tolerance. <laughs> it's a, that shortened tolerance where it's like that sock left in that spot is just like the most terrible thing in the world that can possibly happen. But it's got nothing to do with the sock. It's, again, because our stress levels have caught up with us and we maybe haven't been aware of, you know, not taking that out on the family. So that's a that's a good tip that you're oh God, more stressed It's like chatting thin. to my husband right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it is a big one where yeah. you don't really... And, and at the time, you might not realise that you're snapping and that you, you've got an overreaction to something that's not, yeah. not so big in your life. Yeah, yeah okay. for sure. So we've all got little... Uh, it's all sort of fairly similar, but I guess we've all got individual ways of, of realising we're starting to get stressed. When we come back, I guess we need to talk about what we then do to counteract when we're starting to feel a little bit stressed yeah definitely recognizing that you're look because this is a discussion i have with a lot of my patients when they come in a lot of them will sit there and i'll say you know talking about different things do you think stress is a bigger problem for you than what you realize and you know in in invariably a lot of people say no I'm not stressed. I don't yes. have anything to be stressed about because I think people still think stress has to be because you're worried about the kids or there's relationship issues or there's stress at work. It doesn't have to be about something. It's just that that nervous system has just been turned back up. We've dialed back up to a nine or a so, ten again. So interesting. Another thing I do is I check my phone all the time when I'm stressed. I'm constantly looking at the time and checking for messages. Interesting. Yeah, it is. We'll come back and we'll talk more about that, what we can do and things we should be doing on a daily basis. Peter, we've kind of identified that everyone has varying degrees of stress a lot of us are very bad at picking up on the fact that we are starting to get stressed until it's probably a little bit too late and we're very stressed what are some of the key things though we should be doing to prevent us getting stressed and then when we are feeling particularly stressed what should we be doing to help that well before just before we duck there like you had a really good point in the break there that some people when they're stressed get into the hyper mode Yes. And so many young mums I see talk about feeling guilty if they're not busy all the time. And that's just language we need to just drop from our vocabulary straight away, this whole concept of feeling guilty. and Because <clears throat> we're, we're often caught up in a pattern that maybe our parents, we've inherited from our parents. You know, a lot of us wear that badge of busy. Yes. You oh, know, I put I'm, out two loads of washing before I went to work yeah, today. Yeah, it's like a badge Whoop of honour. How busy I am. But yeah. um, but as you were saying, the, the other side of things, and this is probably what I do more, if I'm if I'm stressed, I go the opposite. It makes me tired. Yes. You know, I want to lay on the lounge, Lethargic. eat junk, you yeah. know, eat crappy food, looking for that dopamine reward and then maybe watch Netflix or something. Yes. So some people actually make Binge some time. watch a TV show. Yep. But then yep. when you eat the crappy food, that exacibates being worse. stressed. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's nasty, a, isn't it's it? It's a tricky cycle. So the ways to go about preventing it, as we were saying before, is to try and keep as healthy as possible generally. Um, if I'm like, and again, it's doing this stuff when you feel well. So exercise I find is a really good one yeah. for me. If I'm yeah. in a routine, going to the gym a few times a week, I don't overbook myself. I just go three times a yeah. week, even though my mind says I should be going five or whatever. Three really just fits in with my 
level of everything. And three's enough to make a difference yeah. to your health and stress yeah. levels. Yeah, just getting in that routine. Um, for me, the biggest one is is really focusing on getting being asleep by nine thirty of a night time. Yeah. And yep. the brain only really, and this is a really good tip for anyone with sleep problems, the brain only registers that we're relaxing when we're horizontal. So if you're sitting ah. up reading or you're sitting up watching TV, your brain really is not winding you down like it should be. So 9.30 to get, I guess, the optimum sleep and... and Hours before the, uh, midnight that really, really count. See, because a lot of people, by the time you, you finish work, you've done the dishes, yes. you might have kids or grandkids, you've got them sorted, you sort of think, oh, I'm, I'm sitting up because I want a bit of me time, you know, yeah. but then that doesn't help the next day. Yeah, the trick is really to have that me time is to really respect and look forward to getting into bed. Yeah, and being horizontal. And I I say to patients, you know, we we talk about don't watch screens and don't watch TV in bed, but I don't care if you can go to bed at 9 o'clock and lay down and you can reading's good, but if you want to watch TV, watch TV, I I don't care. If you're laying down, you will relax more and you'll go to sleep much quicker than if you're out in the lounge room sitting up watching TV. So, yeah, get get horizontal, but make sure you're right ready to go to sleep. Yes, yeah. Toothbrush, do you pajamas, take, yeah, because yeah. that wakes you up then. Or yeah. do that, fall asleep on the lounge, get up, have to do all the teeth and the hair, and then you're up for another. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've, you've, you've turned your nervous system back yeah. on. So Okay. So some good tips there. So exercise, and we know that getting out and breathing increases the endorphins um, and getting lots of sleep. We're in bed by 9.30, horizontal, yeah. as long as possible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And there are a few uh, natural herbs that we can take as well, Peter. Yeah, look, definitely. Herbal medicine is um, great for... Because sometimes with the nervous system, it's kind of interesting. You know, if you've got a bad knee, you can have an X-ray and they'll say, yep, you've got degeneration there, you've got arthritis, whatever. You know, if you've got a gallstones or, you know, some obstruction in the bowel, you can have a scan or you can have a test and they can say, yep, there's an issue. When it comes to our nervous system... You can't always have a scan and say, okay, well, you've been running at a fairly high stress level for 50 years. Yeah. We just presume that our nervous system magically is just the same as it was when we were 20. Yes. But, you know, as we get older, how we know that the nervous system is or that there's what I call, we used to call it adrenal fatigue. Now we call it stress burnout because it's a whole host of things can get burnt out. But that's, my, that's when, as we get older, we might be starting to experience symptoms of low mood, might maybe even far enough to be diagnosed as being depression. Yes. You know, we might be starting to get periods where, you know, when women go through menopause where they're starting, they have their first panic attack and they think, I've never had a panic attack before. Pa- panic attack before. I've always been a really resilient coper. So... So when so we don't always realise that our nervous system gets burnt out. Because we same can't as our identify joints. that, just the symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's difficult. We isn't don't it? always recognise. Whereas with a joint, you can you, yeah, you know because it hurts when you get up. With mood, it's harder to always quantify that our mood now maybe is not what it was twenty years ago. That we're maybe not as positive is another sign. Yeah, you know, I'm okay. recognising that in a lot of my patients as they get older, they become a lot more negative. Yes. So yes. I think that's a sign of, of that stress burnout as well. So where herbs really come into their own is really helping to try and restore or repair that function. So one of my favourite herbs for anything stress-related is withania. Um, the Indian name is ashwagandha. So it's been used in India for thousands of years. And um, withania is a really great 
we call it an adaptogen. It just helps the nervous system recover. So it's also good for the thyroid, mm-hmm. but um, particularly good for the adrenals and that stress response. Okay. And if your nervous system is too revved up, it calms you down. Excellent. And if your nervous system is too exhausted, it sort of lifts you up. So we call it an adaptogen. It helps to find that right balance. This may sound like I'm being cheeky, but in all seriousness, can a glass of wine have the same impact? Well, that's exactly why people drink alcohol. Yes. Yeah, a lot of a lot of clients that have, you know, we're talking about this is another sign that your nervous system is under the pump and you might not be aware of it. If you rely on coffee during the day as a stimulant and yep. people say, oh, I have to have my coffee. So we rely on stimulants during the day to rev our nervous system up. And then a wine at night. And then a wine of a night time oh or I'm two glasses of wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we compensate in our early years, you know, young parents, kids, we compensate for our stress, wear and tear using uppers and downers, basically. Yeah, yeah. So that's a sign that, that again, and that's, you know, like with COVID, it's been a bit like that where it's been easier to rely on a wine of a night time to relax because worldwide, the, oh, you imagine absolutely. the stress levels worldwide, and that's that impacts upon our day-to-day level of stress as well because our behavior we've all put on the COVID kilos and a lot of people have drunk a lot more wine sales have gone through the roof so that's straight away there showing you that people are stressed and we're relying on you know our food or our alcohol to cope which serves us in a short period of time but not long term. -term. Peter this is so interesting we are running out of time but very quickly there's two other um, things we can take as well. Two other and this is where seeing a naturopath and getting a herb mix specifically made up for you is so important. Okay. Um, Because we can put in herbs for the liver, um, the adrenals, the the mood, the hormones. So herbs are great because we can really tailor it to the person. Romania is another herb used in traditional Chinese medicine. So we've gone from India to um, Asia or okay. China. And um, it's, it, again, is a really good adrenal tonic and it helps to sort of calm the nervous system down. So for those people that are really highly stressed, highly reactive, you know, snapping, biting everybody's head off at home. Yeah. Um, so Romania is a really good balancer. And the third herb, and this is the one you mentioned on the radio that you thought <laughs> would be nice coated in chocolate, yes. and that's um, licorice. <laughs> Does it work with chocolate covered? Well, actually, my it? favorite my favorite chocolate is a specific brand of chocolate. It's the um, licorice bullets. Oh, yeah, speaking my anyway. language. Yeah. All right, <laughs> but, so there's a but few no, so sorry, so licorice, do. licorice, the herb. I, I must point out, it's not licorice, the chocolate. Oh, okay. Licorice, the herb. Now you've lost me. <laughs> awesome for again stress coping and resilience, and it's something I put a lot in the mixes I make for stress burnout patients. All right. Well, Peter, there's so much to take away from that. Thank you very much. You will be back next week. We could talk about stress, you know, for days because it's such a big one. But well, we, might, we might do part two next week, actually. Good idea. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.